When I think back to my childhood, I kind of shake my head a little bit. Sorry, Mom. But the dryer sheets, air fresheners, cupboards full of hard-hitting chemicals and cleaners, equally harsh sprays. What were we thinking? Yeah, they work, but at what cost? Unfortunately, we're finding out now. 65% of the time we spend of our lives within our homes. And it's about time that we really start making some changes with regards to the way that we clean it. It has to be toxic free. It has to be eco-friendly. It has to be healthy for us long-term. So we're discussing that a little bit more today as we look at healthy cleaning options for our home. I hope you enjoy. Hi everybody. Today is a busy day. We are jumping into a lot of different lives today, but there's lots to be, you know, discussed. There's lots to be talked about. And today, and like I, you guys know, all the way through April, we're talking about clean, cleaning up, spring cleaning, um, cleaning up our homes, cleaning up our bodies, cleaning up our environments to be able to just be a, uh, get rid of some of the toxic um, things that are going on in our lives, some of the toxic chemicals, some of the, and just, you know, working towards a better way of living as a result. Because, you know, when we start to really uh, decrease the toxins in our life and in our uh, products in our homes in our bodies these are going to ultimately lead to a lot um, better health down the road uh, just because of the fact that they are out of our lives out of not being uh, absorbed into our system not being um, you know always around us I remember back before I knew better um, and I would use bleach. And in fact, I still use bleach sometimes uh, depending upon the issue that's going on. But before I knew any better, bleach, uh, when I was using it, obviously I would always wear gloves, but this, I would always get like an instantaneous headache. And that headache was, was detriment. Like it was like devastating. And I would have to really prepare myself, do the job that I need to do with the bleach. And then I would actually have to go and lie down for a little while afterwards because the headache was so devastating. But that's what I really wanted to talk to you guys about today is because, you know, now that we know better, um, these kind of reactions that are just like, boom, in your face, trying to tell you that this is not good for you, is... Um, there's other ways to be able to get around that. And that's basically what I wanted to look at with you guys today. So a guide to healthy cleaning. So we're going to look at four eco-friendly ways to make your home a toxic-free sanctuary. And like I said, when I was back in the day, I mean, I'm in my 50s now, so I'm going back to the 70s, and perhaps a lot of you might be in that kind of same boat. There was crazy amount of chemicals going on. It was like a cocktail, a soup of chemicals, dryer sheets, air fresheners, uh, cupboard full of hard-hitting cleaners. Um, they worked, but at what cost is what I was actually wondering. You know, um, harsh sprays, um, these were a part of our daily routines. And, you know, touted as solutions to help you scrub and scour our homes, 
uh, away from the potential bad bugs. And even though, you know, we had our clean homes, it was really causing a lot of um, endocrine disruption uh, with the xenotoxins uh, and uh, xenoestrogens um, and all these wonderful bad um, neuro uh, disruptors as well, neurotoxin disruptors, all these different things that were really harsh for our bodies. Not, you know, I mean, even just on our skin, when we would get these compounds on our skin, we would notice that they were very, very, um, our, our bodies become sensitive. And we thought, oh, well, we just have a little bit of an allergy. Well, you're not the only one. And it was like, a, it was very much um, a concern, you know, from a large amount of people. When our children started um, showing up with these rashes and different things from dryer sheets and, and different chemicals in laundry soaps. They started changing things, but they still didn't, you know, make it toxic free. There was still always that entity with, with the toxins and so much of our, our products that we're taking in. A lot of the changes uh, came from understanding the science behind eco-friendly chemicals and products um, to products available um, to us as we seek to detoxify our homes and our worlds we really are the we are the people that are buying these products and so it's really important and imperative for us to learn um, what harm is doing being done to our bodies and and then demanding a better product there's a lot of products out there but because the demand is so kind of on the lower end of things, these are almost premium products, unfortunately, they tend to be a little bit more expensive. So I wanted to just go through a few homemade do-it-yourself kind of products as well today too, with that understanding that they're going to still work really, really well, uh, but you're going to have that cost effectiveness as well too. Um, the average person actually spends about 65% of, the of their entire life uh, lifetime within their homes. And this is according to a 2019 report from the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health, making it our frontline space in our quest to avoid exposing our family and ourselves to unnecessary chemicals. Um, the food industry, it's come a long, long way in creating transparency with regards to the additives and preservatives and the chemicals and the, oh, the, all the other wonderful things that are in foods. But this isn't the case for cleaners, unfortunately. In a 2011 study, uh, researchers investigated 25 cleansers, common cleansers, laundry supplies, and personal care products using gas chromatography and found that they emitted 103 different volatile organic compounds. And those are called VOCs, volatile organic compounds, 24 of which were classified as toxic or hazardous under the U.S. laws. Um, the surprising part, only one of these compounds was listed in the ingredients. So all of this stuff is is in our products, but it's not even being listed as uh, dangerous or hazardous or or um, you know chem toxic. Um, one of those compounds was listed in the ingredients, and and the products labeled green um, that they tested didn't fare any better than the conventional ones. So even looking at the labels with the green ones, you're gonna have to you know be looking for a product that's on the shelves that is totally transparent 
with what their ingredient list is and then understand what those ingredients are. It's a bit of a learning curve, but it makes a big, big difference when we're talking about the health of ourselves as well as our children and, and elders or whoever happens to be in your home at the time. Part of the problem, though, actually lies in the scant regulations around ingredient disclosure. In the U.S., for instance, ingredients listed as fragrance aren't required to be disclosed on any product labels whatsoever. And in fact, it can be made up of several hundred substances, many of which are carcinogenic. So take that into consideration when we're looking at a lot of these, when I'm when I'm talking toxins and I'm talking um, chemicals and all these different things and talking about health hazards, basically what I'm talking about is carcinogenics, things that can uh, help express the, car uh, the cancer genes within us. And we want to stay away from those as much as possible. But what can we do? So what can we do? We're going to detoxify our cleaning supplies. Cleaning supplies fall under um, different federal federal regulations than those of food. And I'm talking about from the perspective of the U.S. here. But you shouldn't need uh, a biology degree to actually shop for um, environmentally friendly cleansers. According to the Environmental Working Group, the EWG, which is a, um, a a place that you can Google online. It's called ewg.org. And you can get some really incredible um, information from that site as well, too. The feel-good terms that imply a cleaning product is better for you and the environment, including non-toxic, biodegradable, and plant-based, aren't regulated at all. So approach them with the same caution and deep um, and deep and, and dig a little bit deeper to clarify what is going on in the product. So when you see a product that says non-toxic, biodegradable, plant-based, doesn't necessarily mean that they are um, within some sort of guidelines. They're just throwing those out there for advertisements, perhaps, and getting you to uh, buy their products. So really dig a little bit deeper. Choose cleansers that are verified by third-party certification programs, such as EPA's Safer Choice, Green Seal, or Eco uh, Logo. And avoid aerosol sprays, which can contribute to respiratory issues. So if you have children with asthma or um, you have um, adults in your home with um, respiratory issues, a COPD, um, even cancer, um, anybody that smokes, these are all things that you want to potentially keep um, those aerosol sprays away from. Um, they're just they're just no good for you. And as a result, um, they're bad for the planet as well, too. Um, with the EWG's Guide to Healthy Cleaning Database at the EWG.org, definitely something you want to look into. Another thing with um, respiratory issues, for those that have respiratory issues, understanding that those melting squares that are so popular and unfortunately are uh, part of the gig economy right now, the side gig economy, and not trying to... Um, denounce you know anybody really um putting the effort into making their houses smell better but do it from a very um from that understanding that anything that you're going to have with that kind of smell that chemical smell that artificial smell you are going to those 
toxins are going into the air as a result. So the second thing I wanted to discuss today is uh, skip the antibacterial, antimicrobial soap and wipes. This is a big one. It's going to be a hard one for a lot of people because of the times that we live in. Um, but one of the most exciting areas in the realm of next level cleaning is the introduction of probiotics to the cleaning aisle, a trend that we're going to see more and more um, in natural products. And because we don't want to get rid of the good bacteria that are on our hands. We, our skin is, has a great deal of bacteria, um, beneficial bacteria, and we don't want to get rid of it. And by using antibacterial soaps and antimicrobial soaps and wipes all the time and those um, um, antibacterial uh, gels and different things like that, we're taking away not only the essential really good oils in our hands, but we're taking away those beneficial bacteria as well too. And that as a result can allow the negative and the, the so-called bad bacteria to flourish. And we don't want that. Um, that's actually going to cause worse problems than it is going to cause um, anything. I mean, back in the day, kids used to come home after playing in the mud and, you know, being dirty and we would, you know, get sent to be cleaned up basically, but not scrubbed and sanitized. We were just, you know, go wash your hands with soap and water. Best thing for you. Um, even within my own practice as a nurse for 30 years, we, you know, the best, best thing was just soap and water. And it wasn't just like, you know, a real quick run under the water. It was, uh, you kind of had to sing the happy birthday song on your head, or there was other ways of doing it, but it was a, it was a full cleaning that you did. And it was warm water and soap. And that was basically what you had, um, obviously, going into surgery and different things like that, you had a different aspect with that. But, you know, the, the anti, the, the um, obsession that we have right now for being squeaky clean is I think in going to be a big detriment in the future as, re, as a result. So like I said, the new generation of probiotic clean, cleansers, cleansers aims to give bad bugs the boot, but um, on home, home her excuse me, on home surfaces while allowing healthy bacteria to thrive. So not only just on our skin and on our body, but also on our, our cleaning, on our surfaces, mostly, most likely in the kitchen um, where we're eating our foods. So again, having those healthy bacteria to thrive and allowing the bad ones to, you know, giving them the boot. So even if you're not ready to take the leap towards probiotic cleans or, or cleaners or cleansers at this point, um, check your current cleaning lineup and, you know, be sure to get an A on the EWG's Guide to Healthy Cleaning list. Um, because it, it, it's, a, it's important, again, for, you know, down the road. Um, there's a product called Triclosan, an antibacterial agent that has largely phased out due to concerns about its impact on aquatic life and potential endocrine disruption. So again, it's not only just the toxins that are coming into our bodies, going into our family's bodies, um, 
as a result. But because we flush things down the toilet, we put things down the sink, all these different things are going to have an impact on the environment as well, too. So you want to be very cautious with regards to that. The FDA still allows the use of um, benzo calonium chloride, which is widely used in hand sanitizers. Um, but it has been recognized by the Association of Occupational and Environmental Clinics, among others, to contribute to the development of asthma. So take a look at the ingredients of your hand sanitizers and, you know, really be aware of what's going on and what we're putting with our children. Uh, asthma is a major concern with so many of our young people, uh, including adults now as they grow older, but it is something that you want to be very cautious about going forward. So the third thing I wanted to touch on is really just trying to give uh, do-it-yourself products a try. Save money, protect your health, and slash your impact dramatically. Substantial uh, um, Sustainable staples that super clean your services, including um, baking soda, lemon juice, and vinegar are timeless swaps that help you effectively rid pathogens such as E. coli in fact, from your home. Don't be mistaken and understand that it's only going to be this one big um, spray bottle product that's going to be able to get rid of stuff like that. No, baking soda, lemon juice, vinegar, these are household products that you can ingest, but will still at the same time um, help to rid the pathogens like E. coli out of your home. And then just as a side note, E. coli usually is the bug that you find in feces. So just a little tidbit there. Essential oils like lavender and peppermint are great ways to freshen your home instead of using traditional air fresheners. Again, your essential oils, they're natural products. They're in, um, they're in a base of usually, um, um, a natural base, a concentrated base of uh, coconut oil, usually. Um, and these things are very, very wonderful for the body, as well as, um, you know, mood stabilization as well, too, especially lavender. Lavender is very, very good for calming. And um, peppermint is very uplifting. So like I said, this is a great way to um, freshen a room, get yourself a really good uh, room diffuser and just use your essential oils. I'm just looking, I have a pile of essential oils right beside me and I use them on a regular basis as well too. Um, and again, like I said, traditional air fresheners can contain those VOCs, the vol volatile, um, what does that sound for again? <laughs> those volatile um, organic compounds. So again, the nasty ones. And if you're really tired of tossing away disposable kitchen wipes, um, you can really do a, yourself a big favor and just Google homemade do-it-yourself recipe for disinfecting wipes for your kitchen and your bathroom. You can actually put together about a half a cup of distilled uh, white vinegar with half a, uh, three quarters of a cup of distilled water and 12 drops of tea tree, tea tree oil, also known as melaleuca into a large mason jar. Fold old clean bamboo or cotton towels or rags um, into quarters and stack them in the jar. And this is going to be an amazing product for you to use over and over and over again um, with little waste and amazing um, cleansing properties as well too. 
Once you've soaked the cloths, you can use them to wipe down surfaces, wearing gloves to protect your hands, obviously, because again, vinegar and um, tea tree oil, and when it's potent, can be a little harsh on the hands. And you're going to just launder the rings afterwards, refold them and place them in the jar as needed. And when you're using bamboo-based towels, simply rinse well under hot water and return them to, con to the container. Simple as that, easy peasy. So the fourth thing I wanted to look at is opting out for natural pest repellent solutions. <laughs> I'm sorry, I laugh. And I know my father doesn't listen to this, so I'm going to tell you guys a story. Mosquitoes are not my father's best friend. And he actually gets very upset. And I mean, we've all been there in the middle of the night. We're trying to sleep. It's hot out, first of all, in the summer. And then all of a sudden you start hearing it. You hear the little mosquito and you're just waiting for it to land so you can smack it so you can get back to sleep. It is driving so many people batty over the years, I am including myself, but my father, he just kills me. Um, he, um, it, it drives him like mental, totally mental, especially in the middle of the night when, you know, he has sleeping issues as well too. So he would keep a bottle of Raid at his bedside and whenever the mosquitoes would uh, infiltrate his sleep, the out would come the raid and my poor mother would just be like waking from sleep with like a mouthful of raid and and just it would just be it's sad but also a little funny at the same time because he would just almost empty a whole bottle trying to get rid of that one mosquito that's in the bedroom at the time meanwhile it's probably gone up to the ceiling or hiding someplace and just as soon as as the mist of raid settles probably all over the bed and uh, my parents are just falling back to sleep again. He, that mosquito would probably come back down and, and bother him. But I mean, this is this is crazy toxic toxic stuff that you're that you're dealing with at this point. So you really have to be very 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 uh, uh, vigilant about um, your usage with it, of course, as well too. So Harvard Homes and Health states that many pesticides and herbicides can be toxic. Well, I mean, obviously, if they're going to be killing bugs, they're going to kill us at a certain level as well too, suggesting that you limit or avoid use altogether. But if you're like me and you live on the edge of nature where insects often attempt to come inside the house, consider swapping insecticides that are potentially carcinogenic on top of everything else for um, um, dimo, dimosis earth. I'm saying that wrong again. My pronunciation is poor. I apologize. But this is made from fossil remains, fossilized remains of tiny ancient aquatic organisms called diatoms. This natural compound is labeled as generally regarded as safe, GRAS, by the FDA and deemed safe and non-toxic by environmental agencies. And this is one of the products that we can use towards really... Um, getting towards um, an, a very non-toxic um, pest repellent. There's other ways that we can get around it as well too, um, but I'm not going to get into all of them, um, but just trying to be vigilant about it and um, understanding that it's uh, 
it's important. And like I said, these things, they get into our systems. And even though we might be in our 20s and 30s and not thinking much about it at the time, it is going to affect downstream. And when I say downstream, I'm talking about um, possible carcinogenic effects of these products. And um, when we begin to learn and we begin to understand and we begin to shift things, cleaning out our bodies with clean foods, cleaning out our homes of these toxic things, allowing our livers to uh, do the jobs that it needs to do instead of overburdening it with all of these um, these different chemicals and um, compounds and just things that are not natural. We are giving ourselves a better chance of not exhibiting or not expressing um, the genes towards these lifestyle diseases that are potential. And, you know, this is part of the whole prevention that we talk about uh, with regards to our health and understanding that it's, you know, there's things that you can do today. There's things that you can change, including the things that you put in your body the stuff that you put in and around your body um, and on your body and how we live in our homes. These are things that you have the control over. Genes, we don't have control over, unfortunately, but how those genes express themselves later on in life is up to how we live our lives. These are lifestyle choices and lifestyle um, lifestyle choices that can potentially um, head off lifestyle diseases as a result. So basically, the choice is yours. And understanding brings more information into your life and um, a, a better way of doing things for you, your family and generations to come. So uh, hopefully you got a little bit of information out of that little Wellness Wednesday talk today. Um, eco cleaning, eco friendly cleaning is amazing. And if you just give it um, a chance, try it out. I'm not saying throw everything out right away. I'm saying the next time you go buy something, look at the ingredients and see what's on the bottles. Give vinegar and lemon juice and baking soda and essential oils all a try first. See how well you can do. You know, when you use those on a 90% basis, 95% basis of, of the time, then when you do need some heavy-duty scrubbers, those ones will be there for you. And you can use them without being overburdened by the toxic chemicals as a result. And your body is able to um, detoxify naturally. And that's what the body does is detoxify naturally when given the chance to be able to do the major things that it needs to do on a regular basis. So if you have any questions, reach out. Um, if you have any comments or concerns, please again, reach out. I'm here for you. And uh, let me know what products you love best for cleaning your home. I'm really, really interested to find out. Have a great day, guys. We'll talk soon.